All right, everybody, welcome back to this week's episode of What's Next. It's episode 15. Um, today we have the Buyer Sisters. Kev, you, um, I actually got Kevin here, so we're going to do a collab okay. intro here. Um, Kev, you, you found these the guests here, um, the Buyer Sisters. I mean, what did you think of today's episode? It was awesome. Uh, they, they killed it. They killed it. They talked. Um, so we have three of them. You'll hear more about them, but we have Elena, Carly, and Julie. Um, all three of them played college soccer um, and now started a company called The Balanced Buyers where they are three health coaches who are doing incredible things. Um, in this episode, you'll hear about them talking about how to live a healthy lifestyle, how simple it can be, um, what it's like forming a company with your with your family members, um, and some of the business um, lessons they've learned along the way. None of them really being business people to start with, but now they've taken that next step. But I thought you guys are in for a real treat here. Yeah, agree, man. Um, and you guys can find them at uh, Balanced Buyers, and it's B E Y A R S. Uh, that's their website. We'll plug it in the show notes. Uh, but definitely an exciting one, guys. So sit back, enjoy it, and uh, we'll see you next week. All right, welcome back, everybody, to episode fifteen of What's Next. Um, we have a special one today. We have not one, but we have three guests: um, the Buyer Sisters. We have Elena, Carly and Julie, all of them former soccer players. Um, Elena played at Boston College, Carly played at Fairfield, and Julie played at Wheaton. And after their playing days have ended, they've started their own company called Balanced Buyers. Um, they're all health coaches. And so we want to get them on today. It's really cool to have three similarly situated people who are sisters to tell their stories about their playing days and how they got to where they are now and what's next for them as well. So, girls, thank you so much for coming on. Thank you so much for having us. We're so excited. Um, so, let's just get started briefly. Like, tell everybody. I mean, you guys can take it out however you please. You can go one by one. You can just talk as 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 three. Um, but tell us your story. How you you know growing up in a household of um, with three sisters. I don't know if you have any other siblings as well, but at mm -hmm. least three sisters who played college soccer. Like, what was that like? Yeah. So. Um, we kind of had this crazy childhood uh, growing up playing soccer. We um, we grew up in Staten Island, New York, actually, and um, we've been playing since we were four years old. Um, and so we have played for a, every single type of team out there that you can imagine, so like club teams, school teams, um, Olympic development teams. We've just really we've done it all, um, and when we started becoming serious with soccer, uh, I don't remember what age it was, but we got to a point where we, we wanted to really pursue it and put our heart and soul into it. Um, so we kind of needed to look at uh, other teams outside of Staten Island. So we were looking in New Jersey and Long Island, and we ended up coming across this awesome club called Albertson Fury out in Long Island. And um, they had uh, teams for every age group. So the three of us were able to kind of like seamlessly start on those teams. And, um, so for a while we were commuting from Staten Island out to Long Island every single day after school, our mom would pick us up at like three o'clock with all our soccer bags, a second batch of lunches. And she, we would sit in traffic for two hours there and, um, two hours home every single day. And, um, because we were all different ages to our practices were at different times. So, um, Julie's, she's the youngest. So hers was at like five 30 and then mine, Carly's was in the middle and then mine was at eight 30 at night. So we would literally be like 
sitting on the turf, waiting for each other to finish. Um, super bored. So most of the time we would be just jumping in on each other's practices um, or doing homework in the car. It was just such a grind. Uh, but we absolutely loved the game. Like it was our entire life. So um, we were just, we were super, super happy. Um, and event, but eventually that we did have to move because it got to a point where it was a little too much. So our coach, um, Paul Riley, he's, um, he was so generous and he actually housed Carly, Julie, and my mom and I, um, <laughs> for six months while we were trying to sell our house and buy a new house in Long Island. So, um, he, super generous. Yeah. It was a crazy experience. And, so that was halfway through high school for me. I was a junior and I was devastated that we were moving. So I was leaving all my friends behind, but Carly and Julie were super pumped. Yeah, I was <laughs> like, let's get out of there. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. And I was so sad, but I ended up making the best of friends on our soccer team um, at Southside in Long Island. So, um, so yeah, all of that craziness kind of, it really paid off because we ended up getting scholarships to play at the collegiate level. So I played at Boston college um, Carly played at Fairfield and Julie was at Wheaton College and um, our mom was super pumped because she was years indebted to Easy Pass um, but now <laughs> she, she didn't have to pay for college so she was really really <laughs> excited about that um, so yeah so I guess like in we 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 moved on to college we had the best experience of our lives honestly like we loved our teams our friends everything as a whole but I guess when it came to being healthy we had no idea what that looked like. And it wasn't even really a concern for us because we were always saying like, I'll run it off later. Um, so we were eating literally like I, I back to my college days and I was eating like steak and cheeses and like donuts and chocolate croissants for breakfast. And we just never really questioned what that food was or what it was doing for us. Um, and also We'd never really like, I, I don't think I ever had a, like a nutrition, um, like seminar or anyone come to talk to our teams. I think Carly was the only one. And I don't know if you want to speak to that, Carly. Yeah, guys, take a moment and just picture like a really old guy rolling a projector screen into the locker room and like having the most outdated information that you've ever seen. And he basically would just tell us things. So like, um, it wasn't like, you know, tailored to an, an individual player or anything. He would just say things like, for example, if you wanted to eat before your 6 a.m. fitness session, he said to get up at 4 a.m. and eat a bowl of cereal. So like, <laughs> everyone, like multiple people on my team have tried that. And we were like, this guy's crazy. Like, I'm sick. You know, like this is not good. So it just shows like how underserved we are, like with nutrition wise in college at the time. Um, so it really wasn't our fault, I like to think. <laughs> <laughs> Especially as athletes, you would think um, that they would put more time and effort into eating better because obviously that's going to help your performance on and off the field. But clearly that wasn't the case at the time. <laughs> yeah. <No. laughs> yeah, it's interesting. I mean, playing at, playing at Quinnipiac, we didn't really have a nutritionist talk to us until maybe my senior year. I don't even think Neil ever had a nutritionist talk to him. Crazy. Um, and we would like we'd get on the bus to go on you know we'd go to Fairfield for instance and it'd be noon and our game would be at three o'clock and we'd stop at this deli and get like anything we wanted <laughs> and obviously they paid for it but they'd be like yeah just order whatever you want and obviously you tell a bunch of 20 year old guys what to eat <laughs> it's gonna be like yeah we just want like buffalo chicken sandwiches and potato chips before a game 
Like what? No, nobody told us no. We had two two of the game sandwiches and then coming home sandwiches. So like coming home after competing, like you need fuel. You'd have we called them the sog- soggy Ray and Mike's, like to shout out Ray and Mike's Deli and Hamden. But you'd have like a soggy, you know, buffalo chicken sandwich after like a very important game where you like you need nutrients. But and then and then on the bus back, you're like feeling sick to your stomach and you can't figure out why. But oh yeah. It's- yeah, and then it, right, and then add, and then add like beer in, into the mix, and then it's never you're never gonna do well. No, <laughs> we we definitely struggled with all that stuff, and it didn't. It like health, I guess health and wellness. Though we started getting interested in it at the same time, but we were we all had different reasons. So um, I guess like we could kind of go into without making this too long, like kind of go into our own. No, go for it. Yeah little personal experience and, and just quickly Elena, were you guys ever were you in school at the same time like when this shift started to happen where you guys were putting nutrition first um I guess yeah. at that point in time where was everybody and then we'll go into each of your own experiences yeah yeah so we're all two years apart um so Carly like when I was a senior Carly was a sophomore and Julie was um still in high school so um for when we started becoming together, like super, super passionate about health and wellness, I was, um, I was four years out of school and Julie was just graduating. So, um, well, actually that's not true. No, I was a sophomore in college. So, so when it it started, um, Carly and I were graduated. I know that. Um, so if that helps you, sorry to talk in circles. (laughs) Um, so, uh, so for me, I, when I graduated from college, I had such a hard time to like the, with the transition out of soccer and into the real world. Um, I just really felt like I had no idea who I was or what I was passionate about. Um, and I, I didn't even know what I was even good at. So I didn't know what career to pick. So it was, it was a tough time for me and, um, I felt a little lost, but I ended up, uh, falling into a marketing role, Um, and I kind of stuck with marketing for four to five years in a few different positions. And the whole time I just knew like in my heart of hearts that I just wasn't feeling fulfilled and I was unhappy and I felt like I I had lost the, um, the athlete side of me in terms of like being active and like chasing after goals and being passionate about something. And, um, I, I don't know. I can't say like at one point if there, I had like a super low point, but I knew I needed to make a change. So, um, I started just like taking care of myself better. I went to yoga, which I never, I felt like I would never have done in a million years when I was in college. Like I thought that yoga was stupid and it didn't do anything for you, but I started trying things like that and changing the way I was eating. And, um, and, and it started having a positive impact on my life and it, and it snowballed and I just wanted to, um, keep improving every area of my life possible. So, um, that, so I kind of fell into health coaching that way and, um, being healthy and taking care of myself. And I know Carly had a bit of a different situation out of school because she started her own company and I'll, I'll let her speak to that. So, um, I was fortunate enough to co-found my company, Soccer Girl Probs, which is short for yeah. uh, Soccer Girl Problems. I don't know if you guys have ever heard of we, it. We have. We were actually just talking about it before, um, and we should have listed it as something we would talk about, but please, <laughs> go for it. <laughs> well, 
well, we were just really lucky to be able to create a company um, my sophomore year of college. So, you know, that was my passion. Like I, I felt fulfilled in that sense. And my transition out of sports was a lot easier than others because I'm still able to work in the soccer field, like pun intended. Um, but however, like I, I, I finally admitted that I did have a huge issue with binge eating because of like the huge amount of stress and pressures of being an athlete, like being a student, you know, putting all those hours in for studying and then also running a business while being in school. So, you know, there were there was a moment when I was waking up in my bed, like senior year, with like a piece of pizza on my chest because I fell asleep. <laughs> you know, like waking up hungover, like you know, enough was enough. Like I, <laughs> we've all been there, like not even gonna lie, like. It's yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, the Sunday the Sunday anxiety hits. You're like, oh god, I need to make a change. <laughs> you're yeah, like, so shit. Like, Sunday scary. Enough is enough. I I know anyone listening, like you guys can relate to this. Like, but you know, at the time I had no idea that unhealthy food was my outlet from stress. And to be honest, it was a vicious cycle. Like I felt like shit and I thought that finding I would find happiness in eating, which would then lead me to feel even worse. So I was ready for a change because of my personal, you know, issues with with stress management. I know Julie. I was going to say, and Julie, was this something that, you know, since your two older sisters kind of were on this path, is this something that you naturally joined in on or was, or how did that happen? Um, So it was kind of a little different. So obviously we talk every day, like we have a group chat, like I'll come to my phone and have like 60 missed texts. So like, (laughs) obviously we're obsessed with each other and we tell each other everything. So um, kind of uh, watching Carly with her company and watching Elena struggle Um, a little bit finding her identity with like her jobs. Um, I was a little overwhelmed because I was like, wow, like I have no idea what I'm going to do after college. Like obviously being an athlete since we all played soccer, um, it was pretty different and hard for all of us. But um, I was fortunate enough to become interested in health and wellness while I was still playing soccer at Wheaton. Um, I think, yeah, it was my sophomore year. Um, And if I remember correctly, I was pretty pissed about how our season ended. Um, and obviously with a few days after I had time to reflect as well as like my other teammates. Um, and I kept thinking like, what could I have done better? Like how could I have contributed to helping my team reach our goal? Um, and obviously with a bitter taste in my mouth, um, I was like, well, it's time to like move forward and work really hard for next season. Um, but at that time I was like, okay, time to make a change um and I realized I could have been fitter could have been eating better I could have been like sleeping more and if I changed all that it would have gave me more energy and then that would have helped me play better etc um so really I just didn't feel good in my skin um wasn't really comfortable in my uniform didn't feel like my best self so my best friend and I Kelsey after season uh decided to like make a change and we were like let's start lifting and incorporating different workouts and running and eating better um and it was great because we had each other to hold accountable um which was awesome because if it wasn't for her like I don't think I'd be able to do it on my own um because we would talk every day and like check in uh funny story we would actually like sneak avocado and like sweet potato and like almond butter into our dining hall just so that we could 
eat better foods like who does that like such a millennial such a millennial it it was ridiculous so yeah so it led to that um but we noticed we felt so good we were eating super healthy and then three months later we both ended up losing uh 20 pounds that like needed to be gone and gain more muscle and just felt stronger and confident so that's basically how we got here (laughs) that's when it all that's when it all happened it kind of like made you realize this is what I want to do. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I was, and we were so passionate about it. Like my best friend and I, and and then like while we were doing that, Elena and Carly started getting more into it too. And through like texting and stuff, we were like, wow, like we feel so good. And then long story short, people would text us or reach out and just be like, oh, you look so good. Like what have you been doing? And then we kept finding ourselves explaining to people like, oh, we're just eating healthier, um, moving our body more, and getting more sleep and it just was like a domino effect kind of yeah and and taking care of ourselves like it got to a point where it just didn't feel like a chore anymore and it was fun um and we got to like bond over that shared passion um so and and I think for me like I wanted a career change so I knew I wanted to be a health coach and it just made sense because we were on the same page that Carly and Julie wanted to do it too um so that's how out of nowhere I don't remember what day it was but we were just like are we really doing this together oh (laughs) it was Julie it was because um okay so so taking it back I knew I wanted to enroll in this program it's called the Institute for Integrative Nutrition and um Carly was on board right away too because she knew she 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 could do it like in her um, off time from work and Julie was feeling so left out and she was like I just graduated from college I have absolutely no money um, but yeah, she ended I up- could I could take over there Elena I had no money I was poor and I was actually pissed because I was like you guys are really gonna do this without me like that's so rude but obviously I couldn't. <laughs> I couldn't like stop them. Like I was poor, like totally it's fine. I was living off of like graduation money. Like we we've all been there. Um, so Carly's a psycho and she started like doing some research and she was like, no, like we'll figure it out. Like maybe there's a discount rate or something. Um, and she came across this contest that was running, running through IIN, which is short for integrative nutrition. Um, and there was a free scholarship for a few lucky winners who submitted a one minute video explaining why they wanted to be a health coach. Um, and yes, I did submit a video and don't <laughs> ask for the link cause I'm not giving it to no, you. No, no, we're, we're going to need that link. We'll put it <laughs> in the show that way. Yeah. <laughs> um, so over a hundred video, submission videos were submitted. Um, and Carly and Elena were like, you have nothing to lose. Like, like, let's do this. Like trying to think of ways to like make myself really uh, stand yeah. out. Um, <laughs> and honestly, I won out of like hundreds of videos and I literally started crying on the phone when they called me. <laughs> so it was basically meant to be that we are health coaches together since we all joined the program at the same time. <laughs> it, it's got to be, I mean, it's got to be a little scary, you know, not, for someone who, for you guys who may not have any formal training or any degrees in the uh in that field just to kind of like for Elena you were in marketing just to completely take a 360 turn right or yeah. sorry 180 turn yeah. <laughs> um, um and to start something new and not having any like now maybe you may have but maybe not have any any education around it 
what was that like? Is it scary to do? Like, how did you, and how did you find out what you needed to do to become a health coach? Yeah. So it was actually very, very intimidating for me. Um, like you were saying, because we didn't have any experience other than us just being passionate and like doing our own research on the side. Um, I was also really nervous about what people were going to think of me if like, because I'm not doing what everybody else is doing, you know, like I'm completely dropping out of like an awesome marketing career. Like what are people going to think of me? And am I just going to be like a joke? Is this going to work? I was, I, there's a, there was a lot of questions that really just made me really scared to, um, leave the position that I was in. Um, but it ended up working out really well because my husband, um, he plays hockey and he, um, he, we had, um, you know, moved in together and everything and I have to go where he goes. So we're kind of moving a lot. So it ended up working out well that I could leave my old career and I, um, I could jump into something new. It, it gave me like a nice little segue. Um, but for the most part, and I, Carly and Julie, I know that you guys probably agree because we talk about it a lot. There are some days where even now, because we're still fairly new health coaches, we're about like a year in, um, where we feel like we don't, know everything and I don't think we'll ever know any everything but we are constantly doing right. our own research reading our own books podcasts like we are constant we are super knowledge hungry um because we just want to give our clients our all and help them in, in, in any way possible so um we are constantly like listening to podcasts and reading books and sharing that information with each other that's great now all the I need to ask this question. Are you guys competitive with each other, especially as in soccer and in business? <laughs> do you guys constantly just like try to one up each other? Because I think that, I mean, if you don't, I think that that's healthy for a business, right? Everyone's trying to like be the best. Is that something that comes that you guys experience? Yeah, well, we're definitely, um, sorry, whoever was trying, Carly, was that you? Go ahead, Joel. Um, you can interrupt in a second. Well, we're definitely always like, pushing each other like every day we're like all right it's a new day like what can we do like how can we move forward like we're always um we're always competitive just because like that inner athlete's always with us I wouldn't say we're really competitive like in a bad way with each other it's always like in a positive light um it's kind of hard to explain but we're always like pushing each other and like texting each other like what can you do that's gonna help you with this client like we're always bouncing ideas off of each other and I just feel like we're always moving forward, um, trying to get closer to like what we want to do and like the goals we want to reach. So it's definitely, um, something we like balance off of each other. Yeah. I was, I was just going to say the same thing. Like it's more about, it's really more of a, we're, we're a team since day one, you know, like, I guess it's from us playing soccer in college and knowing what it's like to be on a team. Like you don't, you don't like get mad that your teammates scored the goal and you didn't, you know what I mean? So like, if one of us gets a new client, like we are we so poor about that. Mm -hmm. And that's like, we just like to raise each other up. We, we love the word empower. I use it a lot with my company, soccer role props. Like when you're empowering another person, like you're not only you know, you're not only making yourself a better person, but you're you're helping that other person become more confident in what they're doing. And I feel like that's what we do a lot with each mm -hmm. other. We're constantly, like like I said, raising each other up and happy for one another. Yeah, and obviously, um, sorry to interrupt again. This is Julie. We we both have, I mean, all three of us, we have like um, pros and cons. Like Carly's really really good with like. Um, the social media through the website and like I obviously struggle with that because she's had more experience with it 
So while she helps more with that, I help more with like the Instagram posts and like, so we, we all have like, um, things strength, that strengths and weaknesses. Yeah. Strength and weaknesses. Sorry. I couldn't even get the word. Um, <laughs> yeah, we all have strength and, strengths and weak, weaknesses. Um, <laughs> so going off of Harley, like we really just like work so well together and it's easy to just like yell at each other because we're sisters. It's not like we're listening to someone like way higher up. Like it's the three of us and we're in it together. So we say what we want and we do what we want. <laughs> I like that. Um, quick, Kev, one question and then we could probably get into like the tactics of um, bounce fires. But Elena, you were mentioning like, and I think this resonates a lot with our audience where they're taking that first job out of school. Yours was marketing. I, I was actually marketing as well. Um, but that point where you're losing your identity and you're kind of scratching and clawing and searching and reading and, and taking care of yourself. Can you just like lay out for our listeners the importance of just taking steps towards healthy, like, or even like physical things that you did and, and how it impacted your day to day, like as much as you're willing to, to talk about it? Cause I think that really is such an important piece of, you know, not being reactive and being proactive and, and kind of taking control of it. Yeah, definitely. Um, from a health standpoint, I, I remember like the first six months out of school, I didn't exercise once um, because I felt like I needed a break. And I like, to be honest, I had lost like the love in it. Um, and so, you know, and a lot, of, I know a lot of people can relate, especially athletes who are sitting at desks now, like in their real life, um, their real jobs. It's, a re it's really tough. It's, it's tough to go from being so active to, you know, being stagnant all day long. Um, so that, I think that was the first step that I took um, towards living a healthier lifestyle. I started, I joined a gym. I started going, I fell in love with classes. Classes are my favorite, um, because I find that, um, it reminds me of being on a team. Um, so for example, I know the three of us really love CrossFit and, th and that was a good environment to, it was kind of brought us back to feeling like we were on a team and we were being competitive and we were helping each other. Um, so I became passionate about that. And, and then too, like when it came to eating, I, I remember in college, like my friends were, they would make fun of me because I didn't even know how to make like mac and cheese. So uh, that was also, um, a tough transition for me when I had my own apartment and I didn't know how to cook. So, um, it started off really slow. I laugh at some of the meals that I used to eat, um, thinking that they were healthy, but you don't become healthy over, you know, like one month or two or three, it takes years and it's a slow transition. You can't mm -hmm. uh, adopt new habits in seconds and expect to see results in seconds. It's not the way it works. And, um, it's been, I just had my five year reunion, um, from college this year, I believe. And, uh, it's just crazy how much progress I've made over that period of time. But it, again, it took years. So just be patient with yourself and as long as you're trying to, to get better and you're taking steps to get better, then you're on the right path. So talk to us. So let's get into the, the, the company. Um, and <laughs> what it, give us like a little pitch on what the company is, why our listeners may need it, and um, you're t like, why does everybody need a health coach? And if so, how do they get one, um, et cetera? So basically, we're certified holistic health coaches. And what we do is we um, we take on clients and help them make small, sustainable changes that will last them a lifetime. Um, and I know that might sound like a crazy sentence, but like to really break it down, we literally work with clients like, well, we'll meet with them two times a month 
and we will give them recommendations based on um, what what their goals are. And we work with them on these small changes that they're making and see what works and, and what doesn't. And we hold them accountable. And, um, you know, we have like three months, one month, three month and six month programs. And by the end of the programs, we hope that they officially have reached their goal that they set out to, to achieve while working with us. Um, but something to note is that like, we don't give them a one size fits all diet or workout plan or answer because that's just, that's just not how it is. We know that like one, one man's, um, food is another man's poison. And we really take that into consideration when we're working with our clients, like what may work for me may not work for my client. So we really listen to what, what's going on with them and how things are working for them and go from there. And I think that's why we're so different than nutritionists or doctors. Um, you know, we like take time with our clients and we care about them reaching their goals. And yeah. Carly, to jump in on that, um, you guys might be wondering what holistic means because I find that a lot of people actually text me or message me and ask what holistic means. Um, so basically we take a holistic approach, meaning we don't just look at the food on their plate or like the amount of iron or reps they're pumping at the gym. Um, <laughs> we actually like tap into what fuels their soul and on more on a deeper level. So like career fulfillment, spirituality, relationships. Um, we really create a relationship with our clients and just yeah. try to figure out what works best for them and figure out what steps are going to help them to reach their goals. Um, and yeah. with that, we also have like check-ins. So like with one of my clients, I know we text a lot and she'll text me and like, her text will literally make my day and it just makes me so happy. And I know Elena and Carly can relate because we, uh, we talk about that a lot. Um, mm -hmm. How yeah. like while we're helping our clients, they're also like changing our lives and helping us. And it's just, it's such a win-win. Yeah. We find yeah. that, we find that, um, sorry, Carly. We just find that too. A lot of the things that we're working on with our clients, like there, they are things that we are also working on within ourselves. Um, or it's a good reminder, um, or a good check-in for ourselves to like hold ourselves accountable. So it's a two-way street and we really look at our relationships with our clients more as like a partnership rather than, you know, a teacher or student type of situation. We're there for them and they, we have their best interests at heart and whatever, um, they want to work on is what we want to work on. So love it. There, I have so many questions about the whole process and getting <laughs> into it, but we may, we, I mean, we can go one by one, but, um, what are, what's an, what's one common issue that you see with your clients that, and what is that issue and how, and how does that, I mean, I, I guess the answer would change for everybody, but how do you fix that issue going forward? Um, I can, I can say something there. This is Julie. Um, so for example, one of my clients, um, her goal wasn't to lose weight. It, it wasn't. And I feel like weight or like eating is like the top main two. Um, yeah. obviously there's a lot more background to people. Like they're like, I want to lose weight. But once you like, they're like an onion, you peel them like an onion and you really get like the details of the situation. Um, but for her, it was like, I just want to tone up a little bit and change my eating habits and be more aware so with that, I was like, well, one, I'm not a nutritionist and I'm not a trainer yet. We want to be certified, um, but I can help recommend certain ideas and just show you what I do and also just give you options and recommendations of what you could start incorporating into your everyday life. So 
for her, um, it started off just drinking, um, just drinking water. She was telling me she wasn't even drinking water. Um, and right now she drinks over a hundred ounces just like on her own without even thinking about it. Um, so basically I would give her a little bit, a goal. So we would meet and then the next two weeks she would have time to work on these action steps. And then for the next session, I would check in and be like, okay, how's it going for you? Um, and it was always good. Like she's like, I'm drinking water. Um, I started incorporating weightlifting and I started to, um, read the labels of what I was eating. So it's kind of just like takes a little bit of time, but from session to session, you just create little action steps. And then it's basically their job. Um, cause I'm not going to do it for them to like complete the action steps. And then I'm here to hold them accountable, but also support them through it. Yeah, Julie, you, um, your client actually ended up losing like 15 pounds without even trying, right? Yeah. Like that wasn't, yeah, it wasn't even her goal at the end. She was like, she's coming up, um, on her 12th session. So she's about done with me with the six month program. And it wasn't even a goal of hers, but honestly she ended up shedding weight. She lost 15 pounds, gaining muscle. Um, and she's also, a mom she looks so great she's feeling very much um like more comfortable in her own skin and she still has so much like she has so much time and so much more room to grow and she's only six months in so imagine where she would be a year from now um so it's it's all great things and it makes me so so excited it's great how simple your advice seems to be and i I, we took a look at the 30-day challenge you guys have up and yeah, yeah you, you in on that? You in? Well, I, I can't say I've been following it every single day. I, I'm doing the whole 30 right now and trying that. I um, love that out of you. <laughs> but um, but the, like your your 30 day challenge is so simple. Like one of the days is just like move every half hour or or be like what are you grateful for? It's just more of not just like losing weight or eating exactly. well. It's just like day to day happiness and being healthy is that right is that what you guys are going for and when you create like small little um little challenges like that like so many people reached out to us and we're like this is so relatable like and easy and like we can complete it and feel accomplished like we don't it's not supposed to be hard I feel like we always complicate being healthier um meanwhile it's like just standing up and moving your body or just like drinking water like people don't even drink water and it's like we need that to survive so just trying to keep it simple and um, easy, but also fun and relatable for people. Yeah, Julie, just going off of that, like something really important to note is that there are so many people on this earth that are trying to do these crazy like hot dog diets and like, (laughs) you know, like beet juice for days. Like who wants to do that? Um, And they're doing these restrictive diets that are so, they're unsustainable. Like you cannot do that for your, to be healthy. That's just not the the thing that you have to do. So what we love to promote is like adding in the good stuff and crowding out the bad stuff. How could you replace one thing in your diet today with a healthier option? You know, like what, what little thing can you do today that is going to help you? And before you know it, like you create a new healthy habit without even feeling restricted. And I think that's like the key to our health coaching programs. We help and, people feel like they're not restricted at all. Yeah. And also um, going off that, like people, I feel like at least come to me, um, this is Julie, or they'll be like, you never eat anything bad. Or like you, 
don't treat yourself. And I'm like, one, you don't know what I ate last night. <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> Just because I didn't post it on my Instagram story doesn't mean I didn't like crush some pizza. <laughs> yeah, like, exactly. like sometimes like we're human. Like if there's a buffalo chicken calzone, I'm not going to not eat it. So yeah, right? sometimes it happens. But at the same time, like I genuinely like like what I put into my body and it makes me feel good. And I notice like, for example, around the holidays, um, my stomach was hurting and I just didn't feel good. And I noticed it was like I had time to reflect and I was like, wow, it's literally because I'm putting uh, cheese down my body. Like, down my, <laughs> down my like without even processing. Not, not rubbing it. <laughs> I was also rubbing it. Rubbing it over our face. I was also yeah. rubbing it on my body while eating it. Um, yeah, I just noticed that like cheese and like there's certain things for every single person out there that like doesn't agree with their body. And instead of like um, just like punishing ourselves with like bad food and eating it, we end up feeling like crap. I just enjoy personally like I enjoy spinach and and eating healthier. Um, so yeah, that's it. What's your, what's your take on the Neil and I are going through this right now and Tone, who is also a What's Next member, we're going through the whole thirty diet right now. Uh what's your take on that? Um so, are we doing something wrong? No, we like Whole Thirty because we feel like we've done I've gone through this is Elena by the way, I've gone through Whole Thirty with a few clients. Um we really like it because we feel like it's a good reset for people. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> It's not mine. My, my, my fiance just got the whole 30 fast and easy cookbook. So I'll plug that at the end, but keep going. Love it. Love it. So many good recipes, but we really like it because, um, because it's, it's a really good reset for people. Julie was touching on, you know, cheese being something that her body's like intolerant to, but, um, there are, are foods out there that people are intolerant to that they don't even know. And there are things that, um, could be healthy for one person so say like beans or legumes or whatever to one person can be really great and someone could feel great on that, but the next person could feel terrible. And so right, there are right. a lot of things out there that are causing problems for people and they have no idea that, that that's the case. So that's why we like Whole30. And the truth of the matter is too, a lot, I think a lot of people with Whole30 get nervous because they feel like there's not a lot of food that they could have when it's the complete opposite that you could, I think it's most whole foods, right? So it's, you, there's so many different things that you can try new foods, new recipes, and it's only for 30 days. It's, it's, um, I think people, they get, they get scared about it on like the, the first thought of it. But once you get into it, I feel like you get addicted to how good you feel. Um, how is it going for you guys? Like what, do you have like any feedback from it? Are you struggling a bit? Um, so I, I like it to be honest, because like, like same, similar to you, Julie, during the holidays, I ate so much cheese, so much bread, <laughs> pasta, crackers, etc., And I felt like crap and I drank a lot. And so now I'm trying to just at least cut back on the cheese, the carbs and trying right. to limit my sugar. So that means not drinking a lot. Um, yeah. and I feel great. I feel like I'm at work. I'm more energetic. I'm sleeping better. Um, That's amazing. now, now I've been doing it for a week. So I have a long way to go, but if I could, like, I don't even crave cheese right now. Like I don't crave going in eating a whole bag of pretzels or crackers, you know? And mm -hmm. so I just feel more energetic and 
that's incredible that's incredible um that's that's seriously amazing like i love to hear that and obviously like when you're done you'll you'll be able to reflect and be like okay how did i feel like and then you can transition that into your everyday life like you don't have to label it whole 30 you're going to just end up eating that way and then having time to make better decisions before when you're staring at that cheese and you're like is it worth the pain sometimes it is (laughs) But um, it'll give you, it'll just make you more aware of basically what you're eating. And um, also, like, I know people get scared of Whole30 because you obviously can't have alcohol. And Mm -hmm. for people, that is, like, really, really hard. And for Mm -hmm. me personally, like, that's not that hard for me. Like, I I can, I have more self-control. But um, for you coming off the holidays, it's so cool that you're trying that out just to, like, give it a try and you're already loving it a weekend. Yeah, and, and some people will tell me, oh, I can't do that because I, I like going out to eat. I like going to the bar. I like doing that. But right. like, I my response is, you can go out to eat. It's just, I'm, it's teaching me to make better decisions off the menu rather than not right. going for like the, the, the fries or the poop, whatever it is. Yeah. Like I'm going to eat something healthier, like a meat and a veggie and a potato you're or something. You're literally health coaching yourself and I am like smiling hard over here. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> maybe I'll maybe I'll join you guys. <laughs> no. Nice. Wait, Neil, what about you? Yeah, I, I would I would echo the same. I think it's it's our second time doing it too, right, Kev? Like you you did last year, I think. Yeah. Um, but now there's more incentive, right? Because it's the start of 2018, and you you just like really need to recalibrate going into the year. Um, so I I you know I think it's awesome. Like my fiance is all in. She's got the books too. So it, it's fun for us to have new recipes or new things to try at home. Um, we literally just recorded like the four of us on what's next last week. And we were talking about like, cause Ant's doing it also, like what our favorite hack is or favorite new thing we learned about. And, you know, Trader Joe, I'm at Trader Joe's every week. Uh, you know, like the, there's just like, it's like habits that I've built outside of just the 30 days to your point, Julie, like that you carry with you afterwards. Um, so that, you know, the benefits are, are longer than 30 days. So it's pretty cool. And it's great that your fiance is doing it with you because um, having support from a significant other or a friend or something, that's kind of like what a health coach is. It's incredible because they're motivating you and pushing you to be better. And it just, it makes the whole thing easier. Like that she's doing it and that the three of you are doing it together. Um, You guys can bounce ideas off each other. And it's just, it's so great because while you guys are doing that, people are looking at you and they're like, wow, like if they can do it, we can do it. So Mm -hmm. it's it's super motivating. I agree. I mean, a lot, some of my friends have even like texted me saying, oh, cause my fiance is doing it. She'll like put pictures on Instagram. Like this, these are the nachos we're eating, but they're like sweet potato nachos. And they'll be like, Whoa, you can eat those. Like maybe I'll try this. So it's like, oh, it's, cool. you can hack your way through it. It's crazy. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, all right, well, we could talk about all of this all day, but let's take a quick turn, um, to the business side of your company. And, um, what are some of the lessons you've learned as business owners or entrepreneurs um, that you that you may not have thought of before? And now I know, um, Carly, you kind of have some experience prior to to Balance Buyers, but can you talk about b- being business owners and the effect that's had on you guys? Yeah. So uh, this is Carly speaking. Like the first thing that comes to mind is when you're an entrepreneur and you work for yourself you need to set goals and you need to set specific time to, to do work. And I feel like, you know, a challenge for us right now, like we're all in three different States. 
And, you know, with different jobs, like full-time jobs, you know, I do part-time, like yada, yada, we all have different time times that we're free and like really trying to get, uh, plug time into your calendar and get things done is something that's super like important. And I think everyone should do that. I find that like, whenever I write things down in my calendar, I actually get it done. Um, so like, that's the first thing that comes to mind, um, for me. And then also we're not a legit business yet. We're, we're registering this year. And I know like from my personal experience with soccer girl probs, how, you know, there's a lot of things you need to do. You have to get all your ducks in order, like legally <clears throat> and do, and do it correctly. Um, so I think that's something that we're going to really be working on, um, in the upcoming months, like making sure that everything's done correctly because running a business is like, you know, it's not a joke. Like there's a lot that goes into it. And, um, that's something that I want to make sure we get done correctly. Um, Elena or Julie, do you have anything that you can think of? Um, yeah, I mean, I agree. And thank God we have you Carly with your experience with the startup already. I feel like it just, it makes me feel a lot better about us where we are today. And um, for us, I think one of the challenges that we're kind of facing right now is what niche mark like to go into, because health is such a wide umbrella. Um, and we, like you said, we can talk about all this stuff for days, but we, we are thinking of maybe heading in a certain direction um, to specialize in and so that we can further our education. And I think what, and I, I think you, Carly and Julie, you agree, right? We want to go into hormone health, I think, for the most part. Um, I think a lot of people have issues with thyroid, um, a lot of lady issues out there. Um, we're seeing this time and time again with our clients. So it's been hard for us to kind of reach one. We want to start reaching a target market, I guess, is what, what I'm trying to say. Um, and it's been hard to agree on that up until probably the last couple of months. So, um, and Elena, to jump in on that, um, while yes, we want to target, um, a certain mark market, obviously, because like that just a lot of people come to us about that. We also are so open to other people. So like with like weight or working out and stuff like that, we're not just going to limit it to hormones and we're not going to limit it specifically to that, but obviously, um, so open to working with other um, people who have other goals and problems in mind. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Did that make sense? It's true. <laughs> I don't know if we, you. To totally. Cause you, I mean, we like Kevin and I will, we'll digest like podcasts nonstop. And I feel like the common theme is like fall in love with your niche market or like start with a concentrated pocket. A lot of people say, and that's kind of like why what's next we're bringing athletes together and talking about their transition after, because Elena, you're not the only person that graduated and started a job and was like, well, I don't know if this is for me, but at least now we have like a commonality that we can get on Skype and gel and, and start off on. So I, 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 I get where you're coming from. I don't know if I took it the wrong way, but. Okay. No, definitely. Okay, great. <laughs> for um, just a quick kind of entrepreneurial question. Um, it's, it's two-parted. I guess your biggest fear um, going into starting something that turned out not to be the biggest deal. So what is like a common misconception there? Uh, but then also something for our listeners out there who are entrepreneurs, uh, something that they do need to look out for, something you might overlook um, that they do need to take into account. Um, Carly, maybe I'll start with you if, you if you took the last one or somebody else if you got it. There's so many thoughts that are coming into my head, but like, I guess you can say like, 
our fear in the beginning was, is anyone going to freaking sign up for our programs? <laughs> yeah, yeah <laughs> and, that is, that's and, what I was going to say. <laughs> and the first, that, like, and immediately we were like, we, we need to, um, you know, like have a good website. And Elena and I, Julie, Julie wasn't, um, Julie had a lot going on when we were making our website and like, she's probably not the best person to be, to be doing the website. (laughs) I'm definitely better on like the Instagram, but I'll jump in after you. (laughs) So Elena and I, like, we were really stressing out when we were making our website, we were like, how can, how can we make this so that it's perfect and people can understand, you know, the categories and how to get the, how to get what program and, and yada, yada, yada. And it turned out like we, we turned out to get such great feedback after we launched our website. And it's just, I mean, I don't know if that really answers your question at all, but like us just, we had the fear, but I feel like it was, it kind of like pushed us to, to do the best that we could, you know, and like put ourselves out there. Cause I feel like you need, like, you need to take a risk, you know, like as an entrepreneur, you need to take a risk. And there are times when we post something and no one likes it or no one gets engaged or yada, yada, yada. But like you, the only way you're going to know what works and what doesn't is if you take the risk and put yourself out there and, and move on from there. You know what I mean? So we, we were, I, I don't know. I don't know if that answered your question. No, it does. It does. Cause I think we talk to people where it's like, you know, the website is what's holding them back. They're trying to per, you know perfect it. And I can't start this business venture until my website's live. But you know, like you guys said, just try something, get something up. Um, because then you can start to adjust on the fly. Like, Oh shoot, maybe that tab shouldn't be there. or Nobody's actually looking at the X, whatever, ch- you know, challenge here. Maybe we need to do it that. So I think that was, that was perfect. Like yeah. just getting something up and then adjust as you go on. And Carly, going off of that, um, Elena and Carly and I, I was stressed, but I was a little MIA because I was moving to Boston and there was just so much happening. Um, and we kept trying to make everything perfect. This needs to be perfect, but it's like, we're still learning and growing. So it doesn't need to be perfect. Like we could just put it out there and edit it. There's time to fix things. Um, nothing set in stone. So I felt like we had to make our logo. We had to, we were like, what should our name be? Like, something with buyers we were brainstorming for like a full month trying to come up with a name and we were just like at the end we were just like let's just do what's best for us and people will either like it or hate it and like that's up to them but we need to do um what we need to do and then starting the instagram and um i feel like we get a lot more interaction through instagram because obviously the social media with our generation is like basically instagram um now that it does everything so I just feel like obviously we had fear with the website and like who would sign up for our programs. But I think slowly but surely as we keep posting on social media, um, we're not about the followers, but we do follow back if you want to follow us. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's really where we can um, interact with uh, people because that's where people are on, on Instagram and um, it just helps us spread the word more. <laughs> I love that. Like we, when we were, when we were launching this, we were scared that nobody was going to listen. Right. Obviously. And so we just like reached out to some people we knew. And after I think our fourth episode, somebody emailed us on a website that came after we launched our first podcast. So like the website came later on. Yeah. And and the guy was like, Hey, I came across someone we never met before. Hey, I came across the podcast. I'd love to connect, get in touch, see if you guys can help me out. And we're like, boom, there it is. At least we hit one person. So yeah, yeah. A little confident going, boost. you know yeah right <laughs> that's, to your, that's to your point too, about like our clients I guess um to 
for this question. Like we were afraid that people were going to sign up for our programs, but as soon as we started working with one person, it turned into two. And then that person, those two people told their friends and it just spreads organically. And that's, we, we definitely um, were surprised to see how like seamless it was once we started practicing and actually just putting ourselves out there that it just grew organically. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's exactly what we're going for. And like, we, we hope that, like we're going to be um, promoting you guys after this and we hope it goes both ways so that we each can help each other out along the way. Yeah. That would be helpful. We're all just trying to help each other out. Like, yeah, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. Well, we're coming up on almost an hour, so we have to cut this off at some point, but we have a couple questions that we end every episode with. Um, so we'll get into those. So if, if now each of you can answer these or one of you can take them, but it's up to you guys. But if you could, if you guys can go back in time where you're a junior or senior in college and your playing days, your soccer days are coming to an end and graduation is coming up and um, you aren't really sure what you want to do. And there, believe me, there are hundreds or thousands of those people right now who are going into the last semester of college, playing their sport for the last, last season maybe. Um, what's some advice you can give to them about what's next for them and how to prepare for it? Um. Um, this is Julie. I have something I can say really quick. I think it's um, finding something you are passionate about and sticking with it. So like, obviously, graduating, playing soccer, like since we were babies, um, obviously the inner athlete and like being interested in like physical fitness and like nutrition, like that was always something I had in mind. Um and one thing of uh, one piece of advice I have is more um, listening to yourself and not uh, taking feedback or like comments from other people because I always had tons of people being like, oh, like I have this interview and like I have this job coming up and I'm doing this and that. And I always felt like people were judging my decisions and my choices. And I just felt like, um, Right now I'm winning because I couldn't be happier with where I am. And I just feel like I'm just so happy I listened to my gut and listened to myself and my sisters. And yes, I was scared, didn't know where the health coaching and all that would take me. But um, basically just listening to yourself and finding what you're passionate about, because at the end of the day, that's going to make you like the happiest um, you can be. Yeah. And I can kind of jump off that. Um my piece of advice would be to, this is Elena, by the way, would be to just like go with the flow, like, like find, like Julie was saying, find an interest or a passion. It doesn't have to be something that like lights you up inside and out. You're just, you know, you're going to be going through a lot of transition coming out of school. Um, find yourself a job and one thing will lead to the other. And you're going to, for like, you, you should just try to take as much as you can out of each experience that you have and take it to the next um, thing that's going on in your life. Your life's not perfect. You're not going to find something like right away. That's going to, like I said, like, just make you feel so fulfilled. It's okay. Just take things step by step, learn as you go and just never stop growing. Yeah. And don't compare yourself to others. Just, yeah. <laughs> do what you got to do. <laughs> I like it. Do what you got to do. <laughs> the, that's going to be the title of this one. <laughs> we can't infringe on Carly's Nike ambassadorship of just do it, but it'll be, it'll be sli <laughs> something similar. <laughs> so true. 
but uh, also guys like i i could say a million things that like go off of that too but honestly like one thing i would say is just to calm the f down because <laughs> it's all going to be okay <laughs> yes like yes, you I really like. honestly like just this is a, an issue with a lot of college athletes like they you know especially with the transition of going into the real world and i know i i can't speak for myself but but I know that everyone is, it turns out fine. You need to just th- deal with your stress in a healthy way. You know, like don't go towards drinking cause you're upset or depressed. Like don't go towards, you know, you know, acting out, like take care of your body. And like they were saying, listen to yourself, listen to what you're passionate about, like take a step back and, and go from there. And also like utilize the people at your university. You should be asking everyone what they what they think about everything you know like hearing everyone's opinions really can help you um see things in a light that you normally wouldn't and i think that really helps um helps you choose what you want to do honestly i don't know yeah elena and julie i don't know if you agree with that but honestly like that's how that's how i see it um i was just gonna say that was completely conflicting what julie just said so i don't know well, it's gonna work. No, not really, Elena. I not from like um, not from like teachers or professors. It was more from just like people judging. Like if you don't work a nine to five, like you're failing. Meanwhile, yeah. it's mm-hmm. like I'm just gonna branch out and be a little different. All right. <laughs> right. Yeah. It's it's different for everybody. I wish I had reached out to more people while I was at school. I mean, not just fellow classmates, but people in the administration, career services. Like I wish I had utilized more of the resources just to get more opinions. So I think that's right on. I think it's cool too. Is like if you reach out to somebody now, like after graduation, at least from what I found, like they're they're almost happier to hear from you. Like, oh shoot, like he's a couple years in now. Like I reached out to a marketing professor about you know something that was going on with work, and he responded right away. So it's like it's almost not too late. Um, especially you guys would have such a cool case study for your respective schools to be like, hey, we we built this. Um, but yeah, I think that's great. And if you, the one thing I I think is a huge takeaway too is. You know, people think it's like binary of chasing a passion and having a job. I think you guys gave a good example today of like you could still be part time with work while you're doing this um, on the side. And it's almost like two things you do until it it overtakes. But um, that's one takeaway I took like Elena, while you were working, you were also helping build this up with with your sisters. Um, So it doesn't have to be like I have to pack up and move everything just to start from scratch. Like there is ability to do both, which is cool. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And we're millennials and these kids in college now are like, guess what guys, you don't have to work a nine to five at a, you know, sitting at a desk job. You just don't like we're in a day in this day where you can be a blogger and make money. You know what I mean? Like there's so many opportunities out there. Like you can, you can break the path that you're, that someone wants you to go on, you know, like you don't have to do anything that you don't want to do. Um, and I know I, I'm stressing that a lot, but like, that's how, I, that's how strongly I feel about it. That's <laughs> yeah, great. We, you only have one life and it's like, well, I'm not going to be depressed and hate my life every day. Like you want to be passionate and happy. And I feel like that's the whole point. Like, what are we doing if we're working somewhere or doing something we don't love? It just, it just doesn't line up and just doesn't make sense. I love it. Um, so what are some, what are some resources you guys use daily to help you you know, power through each day, some podcast books, maybe each one of you can pick, choose one, um, that, that you would recommend. Um, um Elena, you want to go? 
Yeah, well, I was just going to say the three of us are absolutely obsessed with the Model Health Show by Sean Stevenson. Have you guys listened to him before? I have not, no. He's about to blow your mind. (laughs) I love it. I'll listen to him. Um, He talks about legitimately everything. uh, He's a nutritionist and um, personal trainer. Like He has experience as a whole in like the wellness space, and um, he's very science-based, but he gets points across in like a very easy and relatable way. And he just is changing so many people's lives. And um, I would say that's probably our number one. Carly, what's your favorite? So Julie actually recommended this to us. Um, it's called, well, actually the guy's name is Andy Frisella. Do you guys know who he is? Andy Frisella? Yeah. I think he was, um, he was on Lewis Howe's part, or maybe it was Sean Stevenson oh. that was on Lewis Howe's. I, I know that name now. Yeah. Yeah, um, so Andy Frisella has a podcast called The Motherfucking CEO. (laughs) Oh, I have heard of that, yeah. Yeah, so it's The MF CEO, and honestly, whenever I need a kick in the ass, I just listen to one of his podcasts, and he, it's like 10-minute bits, and like, he just gets me going, like, I just... He makes me want to work out. He makes me want to be a better business owner. He makes me want to like go just just be a go getter. So I feel like that's such a great one for people to listen to whenever they they feel bad for the, for themselves. Pretty much. I love that. Um, I gotta write that one down. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to think of um. Uh, there's another podcast I love listening to. I just I can't think right now. Lena or Carly, do you know who I'm talking about? Um, it's like tap into the- her mind. <laughs> It's a podcast. It's on iTunes. What about your favorite book, Julie? Which one? What about one of your favorite books? Um, oh, yeah. I really like um, You Are a Badass. It's called You Are a Badass, um, How to Stop Doubting Your Greatness and Start Living an Awesome Life by Jen Cenero. S-I-N-C-E-R-O. Cenero. Yeah. Um, she's dope like she makes you feel so confident and excited and um she basically helps you tap into your inner badass because like we're all badasses um (laughs) at heart yeah and she teaches you how to love um love yourself again and just to how to kick some serious ass so she's super motivating (laughs) i have at least like five friends who bought her book and they're like i can't put it down because it's just so good and it's just so easy to read so you guys should definitely check that one out i got it for christmas i'm um it's like my next book that i'm reading that's so awesome that you just said that so yeah i'm excited yeah and like for example one of the chapters like chapter 11 it's called your brain is your bitch like she's just (laughs) just so real i love it Perfect for you, Dale. Yeah. Shut the hell up, Bryn. <laughs> this book told me I could speak up to you. <laughs> Honestly, sometimes you need to say that to yourself. Like, mentality is so important. Like, I wish as a student athlete, I, I, my, my mentality was so bad when I was on the field. Like, it affected my entire game. And now I feel like my mentality is so much stronger. It's so important to have a strong mentality. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Totally agree. Um, all right, last couple questions. How can we help you guys? How can we help you personally? How can we help you as your, your company? What are some ways? Honestly, and I know you probably get this answer back a lot, but we just absolutely love what you're doing. And Thank you. I, yeah, like the, providing a platform for current athletes and student athletes to interact and hear each other's stories. Um, and I, just by explaining like my experience, like transitioning out of soccer in, into the real world, like I struggled so much and I wish that I had a mentor or at least something like this to help me get through like the dark days and the days where I felt like I 
lost who I was. So um, I can't stress that enough about how awesome we think you guys are and um, what you're doing is so incredible. Yeah, I got you. I completely agree with Elena. I mean, like, it's so great. Like, um, when she told me we were doing this podcast with you and I was looking at your website and I was like, wow, like they seem so relatable and they seem so cool. And we just like how real you guys are because there's a lot of fake, fake stuff out there. And we just feel like you guys are awesome and real. And that's, that's like who we want to, um, like work with. And that's just like how we want to be and we're never going to change like we're always going to be as real as we can and i feel like you guys are also the same way Mm -hmm. thank you thank you like we said before like we're trying to build this is our first steps in building a bigger community of people like us you know now whatever whatever they may doing where we can come together and talk it out and bounce ideas off one another network and it sounds so simple but it's it's hard to do um and so i think this is one way that we're trying to build that community nice yeah you can count us in honestly like like off the record whenever you guys have any questions about anything ever and same with us like it would be so great to have that communication there of course Um, it's really important to have the mentors like they were saying like so that would be so awesome i mean that that's the goal like we uh, we have some guests that we've had on before and we still text with them i've never met some of these people before but i'm still talking to them they're asking me ask me questions i ask them questions so that's the goal of this is to create a dialogue and keep it going yeah, I love that. And um, if like I want to follow you on Instagram, like I'll follow you back. You follow me. Oh yeah. You know, like, oh, we're on it. We're, we will follow each other. Speaking of Instagram, speaking of Instagram, how can the listeners get in touch with you? And it doesn't have to be Instagram, but any other means. So our Instagram handle is um, at Balance Buyers. So balanced and then our last name buyers b-e-y-a-r-s um we definitely fall back so like feel free to tap that follow button Uh, (laughs) we're really not about the followers i just kid around about it because like we really don't have a lot of followers but that doesn't matter Um, but that's okay (laughs) quality is quality yeah and then you can find our programs. And um, so we have a one month, three month, and six month program that uh, we really want people to check out. It's on balancebuyers.com. And then we also just came out with pantry raids. So it's like oh. our cheaper version. It's like 60 minutes. We look at your pantry and we tell you like what to keep, what to toss, why. Oh. And it's really. Um, and other uh, options available. Yeah. I need yeah. that. I need that. I'll, I'll sign up for that. I'm gonna hide. I'm gonna hide certain things like in the back room. Like, see, this is what I have: <laughs> apples. And <laughs> we're gonna ask you what you eat all the time. You're gonna be like, "There's lettuce in the fridge." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm on that ice cube diet. I just eat ice. Cubes. <laughs> water. That's great. Uh-huh. That's great. Uh-huh. Um, oh no, keep going. Do you guys have more? Any other ways to contact you or not? Uh, yeah, so our website, our Instagram. Um, We're most active on our Instagram, I feel like. Awesome. Um, yeah. And also, just something to note, like, we want to give as much free information as we can. And so we've been, we had two workshops last year that were free, and we want to have at least three free workshops this upcoming year. So if you guys ever wanted to, like, collab on a workshop or something, yeah. come up, we'll come up to Boston um you know like and have that there and that would be really awesome because we just want to help as many people and as we can for for free and then you know at the same time hopefully get people to sign up for the long-term 
programs so well, we can like, help them on the individual level. Like I also got to pay rent, you know? Yeah, right. I hear you. I hear you. No, that's huge. That's huge. Um, we will stay on the line after we end this because we'll, we'll talk a little bit after. But um, um, last question for each of you. Um, what's next for you guys personally? So, yeah. Carly, is that you? Yes. I was just going to say we decided we're going to sign up to be certified um, personal trainers. So we're starting that program on February 1st. And we're really excited because we think that really complements our health coaching practice. Um, and it allows us to add more options for programs at the end of the year. So that's really, that's something big. And that's been a goal of ours for like a while. Like I know, um, this is Julie speaking. I've been really interested in being a, not like through a gym, but just like having the certification for myself, uh, for my own knowledge and just like helping clients. Um, and then the three of us were all just on the same page always. So we're so, so excited to like get the ball rolling with that. Yeah. Uh, we, um, the other day, actually last week, we set some goals for 2018. That was a big one. Um, another one that we would like to do is, um, start a vlog. So start a YouTube channel. Um, mm -hmm. we found out through doing work through the website and everything that we really don't like blogging. We don't like sitting there and really like writing, um, these long posts out. So I think we do a lot better when, um, we're like interacting with each other so we're thinking about doing that. We just have to grab a, a cool camera soon and <laughs> set up. Um, that's, that's great. Yeah. doesn't have to be perfect, though. It doesn't. No, it does not. <laughs> the quality of the camera doesn't matter. <laughs> right. It's the quality of the person in front of the camera. Yeah. <laughs> oh, like, you guys get me. It just makes so much sense. Yeah. <laughs> All right, girls. Well, thank you so much. Everybody listening, there you have it. Um, we will put all of their contact, contact info in the show notes. We'll also put some links to um, their website, some of the challenges they have for you to follow. Um, and girls, I just want to thank you so much. You guys killed it. Um, this has been great. Uh, we look for, I mean, I could sit here for another two hours and ask you, pepper you guys with questions about how to make my lifestyle more healthy. Um, but I'll, I'll, I'll save it. Yeah, I'll save the. I'll save everybody the the time. Um, but again, I just want to acknowledge you. Thank you so much. You guys are doing big things. Everybody listening, reach out to them. Um, hopefully, they'll be on. We'll have them on again in six months to a year to follow up, see where they're at. Um, and if we have, if we end up collaborating, um, everybody, make sure you come and attend. Thank you, guys. Thank awesome. you so much. All right, everybody. So there you have it. Um, really enjoyed that one, Kev. That was a, a great find. I think we meshed with um, with the three of them, Carly, Elena, and Julie, really well. Um, it was tricky. It was it was you and I are in separate locations, and then the three of them were in separate locations. So it was what five of us on, on the Skype. But I thought it was I thought it went really well. It was exciting. Me too. They rocked it. So we talked. I mean, we covered everything from some whole thirty tips. Uh, which has been the second time this has come up in the last two podcasts. So it's a, it's a, it's a good trend and um, we're getting ourselves in the right direction. Uh, but we'll, once again, we'll plug, we'll plug their site, uh, Balanced Buyers, when it's B-E-Y-A-R-S and then Balanced, just like you hear it, uh, dot com. And it's the same as their Instagram page, balance, at Balanced Buyers. And we'll plug that 
um, in the show notes. You guys can check that out. And we'll also link over to Soccer Girl Probs, um, and it's G-R-L-P-R-O-B-S, and that's Carly's venture that she started in school. Um, it's got a pretty massive following. It's about 180,000, which I think caught us off guard when we were setting up for the um, for the website. So she's probably got plenty of tips on building audiences. It's really engaging content. Uh, so for you know the the girl soccer player in your family or, or anybody else you'd find inspiration on both those pages, um, I think it would be helpful. Uh, Kev, anything else before we we close out today? No, I mean, I could have I could have sp- asked them questions like I said in the interview for another hour or so. So. Be on the lookout. We'll be we'll be in communicating with them from now on. Um, we'll be sure we get them back on in six months to a year or two. So um, let us know what you guys think. Yeah, and if I could encourage you guys to go back to one section today, I think their um, their advice to the younger self was really cool. Like Julie had different stands from Carly, Elena, um, really had that kind of prototypical what's next experience that I think you and I and Gary and Ant. Um, are all trying to get people to talk about it's the follow your gut feeling after school you know chasing a passion and then how you balance that with you know your your typical day-to-day um so really enjoyed it guys and uh thank you so much for tuning in uh any questions or feedback during the episode or or you you just want to give us a shout out um, reach out on twitter it's what's next underscore pod um and then you can find us on instagram at what's underscore next pod um and we'll plug that as always thank you guys thanks kev thank you later